ever thought about why you run away from your problems? Have you ever thought about your past? And yeah, you probably think a whole lot of it. You probably think too much about it. And then what it is that you do that you run away rather than facing it and, and learning how to make it pay and make it benefit you. Well, I'm going to talk about within the next three days, uh, the next three shows, uh, how to take those things and how to turn them around. I'm going to talk about the seven biggest mistakes that people make and that does not allow them to have the success that they want and they desire in their lives. This is Apostle Baker J. Baker, and I'm here really telling it like it is. I'm a doctor in psychology, not licensed by the state of California on purpose. Okay, today is, I mean, next week is my last um, program for really telling it like it is. And then tomorrow will be my last program for still telling it like it is. But I will still be doing the program on Monday with Apostle Marshall McGee with telling it like it is the kingdom of God way. And welcome uh, whoever you are, Snoob and Frederick and whoever else is on here. Um, I'm going to talk about some of the things that people do um, that don't benefit them and one of the things of it is is that people do not know how to be you know we've tried to do and have where people go through rituals and things but they have never learned to be i'm going to share something with you on youtube and on different places i have i've taught on the temperament on the temperament of who it is that you are I'm going to give you a simple definition of this. And I was just looking this, I was just reading about this and just uh, put this on paper. Um, and I'm glad that I'm your mentor as well. <laughs> oh, that's neat. Okay. Um, the temperament in simple terms is the inborn, not genetic, not like eyes and color of hair and all of those types of things but the part of man that determines how you react, mankind, how you react to people, places, and things. In short, it's how people interact with their environment and the world around them. And uh, your temperament pinpoints your perception, how you perceive things. It pinpoints, um, it pinpoints the perceptions of ourselves and of people that we love, people that we we interact with our jobs, our businesses, and what we can and cannot do. And uh, it's the determining factor on how you handle stresses and how you handle pressures in your life. And um, it can be, I guess, best described or defined as the spiritual genetics of God's imprint upon each of us. Um, Three are involved in the conception of a child. It's the mother, the father, and the creator. The creator is the most important one because without the creator, it would not be an opportunity for the child to be born. No person is born by mistake. Every person, because God knows every seed that comes from a man, and that child was intended to be that child born into the earth. So number one, we have to realize 
that, you know, we hear this thing, you are not a mistake. You have been born by God, da, 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 da. but you have to really, if you really conceptualize it, that there was inside of you a purpose and a temperament and inside of that temperament, inside of you are strengths and weaknesses. Now I'm more concerned with my weaknesses than I am with my strengths because my weaknesses, they, uh, uh, and uh, capsulize my purpose and they capsulize, they are, it's like in a capsule and this capsule is more important than my strengths. Why is that? Because this teaches me how to fight. It teaches me how to, um, how to deal with my environment, how to deal, how to, how to maneuver through difficult situations. You know, when you're riding a bike or a motorcycle, I should say, and you're coming to a curve, and if you try to lean away from that curve, or if you try to do something different, what's going to happen is that you're going to, you're going to, you're, you're going to capsize, you're going to uh, go over, you're going to hurt yourself, but you have to lean into it. And this is one of the things that people cease to do. What you do is you see a difficulty or you see a weakness in your life, something that you perceive is against you. And then what happens is this, you run from it. And when you run from it, what happens is, is that you're never going to build strength. You're never going to build muscle. You're never going to build uh, anything that's going to be able to teach you how to go through these things. I believe that because God created us with strengths and weaknesses, and this is, he already knew about the fall. He already knew about all these things. I'm not going into all of that, but he already knew everything that you would go through. Well, inside of each and every one of us is the ability to do what needs to be done. And how it is, you've heard me say before, that things don't happen to me, but that things happen for me. And when something is happening in my life, how is this going to allow my weaknesses or my so-called inabilities to become an ability? How is this going to assist me? And this is one area that people do, that they run from it. I'm not going to give all the answers to this. Um, I'm I'm going into a new phase of my uh, of my life, I should say. And I don't use the word ministry because it can be misunderstood. I'm going into the next phase, and that is I'm working with entrepreneurs, I'm working with business people, I'm working with those that want to create something, those that want to grow, those that want to um, move from the places of being stuck into the areas that they're to be. And uh, I'm a therapist, and I'm also a coach. And in this uh, ability, I've created this thing, God has created it out of me. That's called Therico. It's part therapy and coaching. And I do this in group settings only. 
But one of the, uh, some of the things that happens in this is that lights go on for people. And because it's an interactive type thing, because they're able to ask questions, I mean, questions that they really want to follow through with. I don't mean questions just to answer questions, just to get something to, you know, like uh, in my, in my congregation, sometimes people just ask questions because they got nothing better to do. But in this, because uh, people are not going to be in this just to play because number one, it's going to cost them money is um, uh, what's going to happen is that they're going to be able to take these tools that are given and they're going to be able to open the doors that are necessary to be opened and fix those things that need to be fixed. And they're going to find that their temperament is very important in this. Uh, you heard me say, I am prosperity. Well, if you want to find out more about that, you can go to love-unity.org. And like on the 27th at 8.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, I'm going to talk about that. I'm really going to open it up because I'll be talking 20, 25 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever it is. I'll be talking on that and then interacting and ask, answering questions and you're invited. You don't have to be a minister or anything for that. It's mainly for entrepreneurs. It's mainly for those that want to move past where it is that they are. Welcome, Betty Jo. Um, uh, uh, it's where people want to move past where they are and realize something that their life is about building and doing things in the kingdom of God. It's with everything that that's going on with where we are now in time. Broke people, broke people, broke-minded people, lazy people, people that talk a talk but won't walk the walk are going to find themselves in a world of hurt. Why is that? Because you're going to find that you're being non-productive. Then what is it that where is the fruit? Where is the results of your even being here. I do not want to leave this earth. You said you were talking about seven things. I'm getting to that. I do not. I would not want to have been in this earth and not leave a footprint, not leave a legacy, not leave something that says I was here and I did some good. You know, my, uh, you know, this is what life is about. It's not just about, um, I am an apostle. I am a, um, a minister of the gospel. I am all of these things, but I'm a son of God. And the earth is crying out. Uh, the earth is crying out for us to manifest. And what does that mean? That means to take authority in the areas in which your temperament man, that DNA matches the, the spirit of God, matches the man, the, the, the Jesus that is on the inside of you. Welcome, Toby. Um, that matches the one that's on the inside of you. In other words, who you are. Remember, I started talking about most people don't know who they be before you can do and before you can have those things and have the position and have the authority and have the the uh, audience and have the uh, the the ability to go ahead and speak so that your voice is heard. You have to be who it is that you were designed to be. 
you are a designer being from the inside out. This is not something that is just, uh, just as jargon or any of that. It's one of those things. I want you to think about something. And I want you to think about the thing that um, God says, I designed you. Well, if he designed you, I wear designer clothes, okay? But in those designer clothes, those clothes were designed for my outside being and they fit my body perfectly. They are clothes that were made for me. I wear, uh, uh, and if I need something made, if I need something designed especially for my body, I get that thing designed and it fits like a glove. It fits like it's supposed to fit. Why? Because it was designed for me. It was made for me. It wasn't for anyone else. Okay. So on the inside, we're talking about the inside out. Somebody said something about a foot. Uh, Oh, whatever. Uh, uh, <clears throat> okay, listen to this. What it is is this. God says in the book of uh, uh, Psalms, and we don't need to go there, but he said something. And, and, and we quote this many times, but what happens is this. You don't have the true understanding because if I quote something like this, then I want to know what does that really mean? And what it's doing is letting me know that I, who it is that I be. And as I live out of my being, then what happens is everything in me comes forth. And what it does, it presents itself to a world. So all of the things that I am to create fruit from, that I am to manifest fruit from, the manifest fruit too, so that people can eat off of this tree, comes out of me because I know who it is that I am. I be, and I'm not talking about, oh, I know who I am in Christ. I know who I am. Get off of all the religious things. Get off of all of the, the things that you think you know, because if your life is not looking like or going in the direction that you really know that this is where God has you to go, then you're lacking. See, and this is the, the reason for it is, is that People in the body of Christ, this is the reason that my next move and what it is that I'm doing is going, as Paul says, you know what, the, 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 the church or the religious people or the people that were supposed to be kingdom or whatever it is, they only accepted part of it because they had such a narrow look at what it is that God says to do. So Paul says, well, I'm going to go to the Gentiles. And that's part of what it is that I'm doing. I'm going to the Gentiles. I'm going to speak these things. And many of these people will end up coming into the kingdom and truly being a part of the kingdom of God, not knowing religion, not knowing all of the stuff, all of the things that all of the 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 uh, uh, falsities, like everything is supposed to work in my, everything is supposed to be good for me, everything is supposed to be this. And the problem is, is that most of the time, many of us don't even understand what is good and what is evil. And when we look at it, it's just like in the garden. God never intended for us to make those decisions. Many times things happen in our lives that as natural people, 
natural people, we look at it and we get so angry with it and we judge it according to how it is that we see things and how it is that things should be. Doesn't matter whether you're a, 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 a Christian, a believer, a kingdom citizen, a son, if we're a, a, a heathen, whatever it is, if you're living from this lower realm, then you're not seeing things as God sees them. And many, and what has happened is this, we have come, we have become discouraged. We have become judgmental of God. We have, uh, we have denied him. We have, uh, many have done a whole lot of things. Why? Because they don't see like God sees. Their eyes are not open to see as he sees the disappointments, the different things that happen in our lives. These are things, I mean, uh, the Bible already told us that in this world, we would have these things to happen. He says, but I want you to realize something. I have overcome it. See, when we start to really realize, and I'm still talking about the temperament, when you start to operate in who it is that God has designed you to be from the inside out, not from the outside in, and that's where most people live. That is one of the biggest problems that is happening in our society, in our churches, in our community, in the so-called kingdom. There's a true kingdom of God and there's a false kingdom of God. Uh, we, we, I mean, you know, I, I, I don't know what kingdom or whatever it is, but we seem to think that we're the judge of how God should operate. There's things that are going on in my personal life, even right now, that I do not like. I do not like. And if I were to judge God, if I were to judge those things before I get what it is that he wants me to get out of it, what it is that he wants me to conquer, what it is that he wants me to dominate, what it is that he wants me to crush down and then a uh, 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 smash down and then dominate over it, then I'm going to miss it. Why is that? Because we talk about, it's very interesting. People talk about God is sovereign, the sovereignty of God. God, you are sovereign. You can do this. This is my beautiful love and unity cup. Anyway, God, you are sovereign. So I know you can do this. That to me sounds a little strange. If I'm yielding to the sovereignty of God, then I'm yielding to the fact and to the purpose of saying, God, you know the purpose in this. I don't know it. So I yield. And maybe some of you need to submit because submitting means that it's my, I see this as my enemy. I see it as my enemy and my flesh because I'm I'm walking in my in my humanity then I see it as my enemy and Jesus walked in the humanity to show us how to walk and even when he was in the garden in the garden of Gethsemane he says is there any other way I really don't want to go through this I really don't want to do this this way 
But then what happened was this. Then he says, but I will yield. I will yield to your sovereignty. I will yield to your will. I will yield to what it is that you have for me to do. So if we're going to accomplish anything in this life through the power of the kingdom of God, through our seated, our, our, our covered, our, our surrounded position, through our peace place, because seated in Christ, our seated position means that we're at peace. It means that all is right. All is, I'm in agreement with you. Seated place, we talk about, well, I'm, 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 I'm operating from my seated position. Well, if we're operating from our seated position, when you're in that seated position, you're saying, I'm not looking at this as being a problem. I'm looking at this as God's, uh, the answer and the solution and the and the way that I'm supposed to work this out or work in this has already been been uh, uh, supplied. And this is why it says, I believe the book of James lets us know this really very, very, very uh, poignantly is that in this life, you will have trouble in this life, in this life, you're going to have turbulence he says but be of good cheer and the only way that we're going to be of good cheer is to be in our seated position which means our position in him that says it's all okay no matter how difficult this is you're in me and i'm in you so i can speak to my earthly body and i can let my earthly body and my earthly mind and my earthly being i can allow it to become a spiritual tool in which i create whatever it is that he needs or he wants to create in and through me it's just like money. Money is spiritual. Money is an idea. The fiat stuff that we have, it's just that. But everything in you, money, money has always come from an idea. Uh, all of the different things that there is, he's already put everything in the earth. He says, it all belongs to me. He says, the earth is mine and everything in the earth belongs to me. So since it belongs to me, then I decide I can speak. I can speak. I can, from your seated position, as you are in, as you are calibrated in me and with me, that we are succinct in this, that the, the, the vibrations of heaven, the vibrations of the peace that you are, I will keep you in perfect peace as long as you keep your heart, your mind, as long as you keep your mind, as long as you keep, as long as you keep connected with me. This is what it is, your mind fixed in me. I will keep you in that peace. Why will I keep you in that peace? Because this is my peace that I give to you. Not as the world gives, but it's a different type of a thing. It's a different kind of a peace. And because I give it to you, you can speak into your human being 
Be, and then you can tell that being what and how it's supposed to operate in this situation. And you may say, Dr. Baker, that makes no sense. But let me tell you something, it works. It works in the midst of hurt. It works in the midst of pain. It works in the midst of a bad diagnosis. It works in what I, what I might call a bad diagnosis. It works in the midst of looking at when they tell you how long you don't have to live. In the midst of this, in the midst of this, just as... Um, <clears throat> One of the things that God says, I think about Hezekiah, when the prophet came and told him, get your stuff in order because you only have a very short time to live. And he turned to the wall, he turned to God and, and he says, God, I need more time. I need more time. And when he told God, when he told God that, God looked at him and with his heart, he's saying, okay, there's something that you are to do. There's something that you are to do with this time. We have this time in earth in order to produce, in order to be who it is that he has us to be in the earth because the being from the inside out has a purpose. Remember, we started off with this thing saying that you have been created, that you have been designed, that you are, are a, a, a unique character. And your temperament, the temperament that he placed in you, the temperament that he wove into you has the assignment on it for you to defeat everything that comes at you that tries to steal the time, that tries to steal whatever it is that you are supposed to manifest in the earth. He has placed this inside of us. But what it is that we have not done, what it is that we need to consider doing, what it is that we need to realize is this. If God took all of this time, if he made me not only in his image and after his likeness, but put the uniqueness of my of a temperament on the inside of me as to how I am to act and react to my environment, other people and situations, and the ability to bring things forth that I am a producer. I'm not just a prayer. I'm not just an intercessor. I'm not just a, a, a religious piece of, uh, of stuff. But I am a producer. I am one that reckon, that is recognized as a son, a kingdom citizen. Why is that? Because I am recognized in bringing things forth. And just as we're going to talk about on Friday, and remember, go to love-unity.org and you'll see the information there. You'll see how to get on to the Zoom that we're having at 8.30 in that morning so that you can start to realize that you are, that the I am is on the inside of you and that what's on the inside of you, that word prosper means to flow out of you. That means that the prosperity, that means that the prospering, the person that he has made you to be, that there's parts of him that is to flow out 
okay, to flow out of you in order for others to be able to drink. To drink of what? To drink of that water. What is that water? That water is the word. That water is an answer. That water is is who he is, is the manifestation of the sons of God. And this is what the earth is crying out for. And you know what is crying out for the fact that I am out of time. This is Apostle Baker, Jay Baker, who is a doctor in psychology. And if you want to get in touch with me, <clears throat> there's my email address and someone will get back to you. Also, the website is www.iamprosperity.org. And so I will see you for the last time next week when I'm here to really tell it like it is. Bye-bye, everybody. Thank you for watching Kingdom First TV, your station for kingdom inspiration.